in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you're not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to a bonus episode of Christine's FLR podcast. This episode was first heard on my Patreon and the Wisdom app. Search at Christine Kellogg for both. Now, let's get into it. All right. So today... I am going to talk about the wage discrepancy between males and females. And I know we have kind of addressed this topic ad nauseum, but it kind of keeps coming up in my face. And um, I just recently had a discussion with a friend of mine, and there were some other things that maybe came to light that I just thought I would share with you or pass along. Okay, so I received an email from a listener. It was on this topic. Now, this was a while back, but I really wanted to address this. And it reminded me about this email when I had this discussion with my friend this last week. So I would first like to share the information that they that this person shared with me. In this email, it says, I've never understood why men feel so compelled to out-earn women that they will do so to the detriment of their household. This is a powerful, powerful statement right here because this is really the topic of conversation that I had with this friend of mine. She earns more money than her husband, and it's significantly more. This person that emailed me specifically, said, you know, I don't have a college degree. And for the first six years of my marriage, I earned on average of 33000 per year. My wife, who has a master's degree, earned on average 64000 per year over the first six years of our marriage. My wife earned 186000 more than I earned over the first six years of our marriage. Even though this is gross income, not net, I think the point is still being made. This $186,000 is money that we would not have earned if I held my wife back. He goes on to say, I would be lying if I said that I never felt inadequate or like I was not contributing enough to the household. I think it's natural. Sometimes I would tell my wife how bad I felt about not contributing enough, but these conversations were never geared towards making her feel bad for earning so much more money than me. 
I don't think that I ever made her feel bad about her income as we considered both incomes our family income. We made between ninety to 100000 per year and our conversations were never about that number should be less, but what paths we could take to bring that number up. There seems to be... There is something more important than money, though. My wife had a dream job, as long as I can remember. She worked hard in the middle school, high school, and college. She ended up landing that job she had dreamed about since she was a little girl. Who am I to tell her she cannot do her dream job just so that I can earn more than her? What kind of man can say he honestly doesn't want his partner to reach their full potential and live a fulfilling life? So I'm just going to stop right there. There is more to that email, but the main things that stick out to me, I think in general, men feel like they need to be the provider. I think this is just something that's kind of ingrained in us. This is how society has made, this is how it's been for years. The man is the sole provider or the main wage earner for the household and the woman takes care of the household. My question is, why can't that be flipped? Why can't the woman be the main wage earner and the man take care of the house? Now, in the discussions that I had or, you know, through these emails and and correspondence from people that have reached out or just friends that I've come across, This would be my biggest suggestion to men out there that maybe don't earn as much as their significant other and it makes them feel inadequate. Let me give you some tips on some ways that you can help take some of the pressure off of your female partner if she is the main wage earner. You can pick up some of the slack at home. Not saying that you know, if the woman is the main wage earner, that the that the husband isn't busy or that the, the man isn't busy. That's not what I'm implying at all. There are ways that you can contribute that aren't necessarily monetary. There's things you can do around the house or things that you can do just to make her day a little bit easier. You can be a little bit more helpful with the kids. And this is going to be generally, genuinely appreciated by your significant other or your wife. It is going to allow her to relax and, you know, things will flow much more smoothly or smoother, however you want to say it. I mean, I totally get it. I understand that it's so hard because, I mean, for me as a woman, I I feel like I am much more of a nurturer. Maybe not so much in this relationship because my subby is quite nurturing. He has more of a woman side that way. He's very attentive to me specifically. But for a long time, I was the main wage earner in my relationships. I'm not currently in this relationship. So I know both sides of the fence. And I know that when I was the one making the money to support the family, it was very irritating maybe, or just stressful because I was earning the money. I was taking care of the kids. I was cleaning the house. I was running the household. And my partner at the time maybe worked, maybe didn't, maybe sat on his ass most of the day, sometimes did things. I don't know. Being on the opposite side where my husband now is obviously the main income earner, I do whatever I can to also make his day easier, which 
might seem contradictory to our dynamic, but I appreciate what he does for me. And if you take everything away and you just show appreciation for your partner, it goes a long way. And I know it sometimes sounds like maybe I'm beating a dead horse here with the constant communication is key and be intentional about showing appreciation and gratitude for the things that your partner does. But I mean, in honesty, at the end of the day, that's really what makes a relationship successful is, you know, open communication and being intentional about showing your partner. I mean, I feel like repetition is key. In massage, you do things three times. So if I keep saying this, it will sink in, right? Not saying that you don't show your partner appreciation, just throwing it out there. I think part of it too could be, you know, if I was the main income earner or the main wage earner in our household, if our roles were swapped and being with my current husband, I think things would be significantly different. He would take care of the household things. He would make sure the kids got where they needed to go. And he would get things done around the house that currently he just hasn't had time to get done. And I think he would very much enjoy that. I think that his job is somewhat demanding and he's about done with it. Better days ahead, but that's a different podcast. But I wonder specifically in talking with this one person where she is the main income earner and her husband does not even come close much like this person that emailed me, she is doing a job that she has always dreamed of doing. She feels very fulfilled. She loves her job. It doesn't feel like work because she loves what she does. So that being said, I feel like maybe her husband isn't happy in what he's doing. He doesn't feel fulfilled and he feels inadequate because she's earning so much more than him. And I think he gets stuck in that. I don't know. I wonder also, And this is just, you know, like deep thoughts with Jack Handy, only Christine Kellogg. How much does your childhood play into that? For instance, if you had a bad childhood, is that or or if there was things that you felt like maybe were neglected when you were a child or things that you didn't receive as a child, how much does that carry through into your adult relationships You know, if you didn't feel appreciated or loved or whatever the case may be in your childhood, how does that translate through to your adult years? And if you marry a woman that makes more money than you, do you you struggle with that appreciation and not feeling loved? And how do you work past those arguments? Women aren't innocent in all of this either. I mean, I am sure that there are dynamics out there where the woman is the main wage earner and maybe put their husbands down for making less. And maybe that's part of where this comes from. Or maybe that's a whole different dynamic and the husband loves it. I don't know. I just think there's a lot of contributing factors. I mean, you really have to sit down and self-reflect. Like this person that emailed me, he cared enough about his wife that he didn't want to hold her back by saying, you can't do your dream job because you'll make more money than me. Or, you know, he didn't kill himself going out to do something that he totally hates just to make more money than her. I mean, it's really about perspective in how you view things. And I don't think that men or women should feel inadequate because they aren't earning as much as their partner. I mean, for example, There have been days where I feel like the biggest pile of shit because my husband's out there busting his ass 
and I'm here. I'm doing something that I love, but it doesn't make us any money. We're not making anything off me doing this podcast. I mean, I do make some money off of my voiceover, but it would never be enough to support our family. And maybe that will change someday. I would love to take some of that pressure off of him and it not necessarily be all about his income. And I would like to be more of a contributing factor to that. So the person that did email me did go on to say that, well, well, it is not relevant to the point of my email, my income has caught up significantly to my wife after eight years with the company that I work for was long overdue for a promotion and they made it right. My income jumped to 61000 in 2021. My wife earned sixty eight. At the end of the day, this toxic mindset that men have to earn more money is just ludicrous. Since we got married seven years ago, we have invested heavily into our retirement accounts. We have taken vacations that our family and friends are jealous of, and we purchased 13 acres of land to build our dream house, which I'm excited to say we break ground on in August of 2022. They also have kids and are saving for their kids' college and all of those things. I think. The whole moral of the whole reason I wanted to address this podcast is there is a lot of anger and resentment and all these emotions around money. For instance, this person that emailed me, I genuinely appreciate the fact that he has taken the time to really step back and look at the big picture and them working together and the money that they're bringing in together has provided all this amazing stuff and all these amazing trips and things for their family because they work together and there was nobody maybe belittling the other or they communicated, they talked about things. And while these feelings of inadequacy will probably happen, I mean, they happen to me. I feel, like I said, I feel like kind of a pile of shit sitting here doing what I'm doing while he is out working his ass off in a very laborious job that he hates to provide. If anybody else has any feedback or, I mean, again, I don't mean to keep beating a dead horse with the whole wage discrepancy thing, but I mean, when you really break it down, it's interesting because I've never really felt frustrated being a woman. Like I never felt like I was treated unfairly or un, not equally to a man, I guess. But it seems like lately all of this stuff has come kind of front and center. And it's interesting to kind of take a step back and really look. And I'm not, I'm not a feminist or I'm not going to, I don't know if feminist is the right word, but I'm not going to jump up on my soapbox and say that, say anything like it, it to me almost seems like it's political these days. But It's just interesting that things that my whole life I have just thought of as the norm, you know, the men goes to work, the wife stays home. And that's how I grew up. That's not necessarily, I'm not saying that I agree with that, but I got a TikTok comment and I don't know if I addressed this on any of my episodes, but it was interesting. I was talking about uh, men and women. And somebody commented on one of my videos saying that women are more nurturing and know when the food in the fridge goes bad and what can be fed to the kids and what can't and know how to gauge temperature to know if 
it's too hot to give to the kids. I kind of want to say bull fucking shit because women don't have anything that men, I mean, men are more than capable of reading an expiration date. And if they're involved in what's being cooked and when, and they're paying attention, they'll know what food in the fridge is bad. It just, it's, it's so interesting to me. And TikTok is notorious for this because I think people are so brave behind a keyboard and will just say the craziest things. And sometimes I think they're just saying it because they're trying to kick up or stir shit up. And other times I just really pray (laughs) this isn't how people really think. It's insane to me. Like, and I'm not judging if you're happy with your life with those type of beliefs, I guess fine. But do you have to spew them all over somebody else? And I'm not, I, I don't think I even responded to any of this. I don't remember now. It was a while back, but it's just interesting to me how sometimes men are perceived as not knowing how to do anything in the home. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, my husband knows how to do everything I know how to do. Of course, he's not going to do it my way, so it's not the right way. It's just crazy to me that people have this perception that men don't know how to take care of an infant. Well, they sure do. And what they don't know, they can learn. I mean, not every woman has like a baby born and all of a sudden, oop, I know exactly what I need to do. I, I had my first kid. I was terrified. They sent me out the door. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this human being? I was scared to death. I don't know. The whole moral of the story. I think you just need to have patience, patience with each other. There's going to be times where you and your partner are going to be frustrated with each other. And money is always a point of contention. It seems like no matter what, there's so many feelings attached to money and how much of it you have. And when you don't have any, it causes a whole new set of issues. Have some patience with each other and listen to each other when you communicate. And if it's a situation where you are a man and you're feeling inadequate because your wife is earning more money, communicate with her about what makes you feel inadequate, what is giving you the issues, and maybe do some self-reflection and figure it out. But I think there's a way to communicate through it. And like this person that emailed me, they worked as a team. They figured things out. And when he was feeling a little less than, he talked to her about it and they communicated through it. I think that's very, very, very important. And it makes me happy when I get emails like this and people talk about their communication skills and how they've, how that's gotten them through things and how things go so much better when they talk about it. And I just, I really like that. I I mean, I like hearing from listeners anyway, but this one really makes me happy. I like to hear about people thriving and doing well in their relationship. I think that about wraps up this bonus episode. Take care. Be good. Bye-bye. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. I sincerely hope that something that was said in this episode was useful to you. As always, all of my contact info is in the show notes of this episode. And if you'd like to support my podcast, please find me on Patreon. Your support is truly appreciated. Have a great weekend, be a good human being, and take care of each other. Mwah!